From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hello, this is Kate Morton, a reporter at wispolitics.com, here bringing you a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today I join my fellow wispolitics.com reporter, Adam Kellenhofer, who's going to talk to us about the state's youth prison. Specifically, we're going to be talking about population changes at Lincoln Hills. So why don't you just go ahead and give us a rundown of what's new with Lincoln Hills? Yeah, sure, Kate. So so recently I wrote a story about uh, weekly population reports from uh, Lincoln Hills from the Department of Corrections. Uh, and what I found interesting with those population reports is the population of boys incarcerated at Lincoln Hills has actually been increasing for the last couple of months. The low point of boys incarcerated up at Lincoln Hills in historical averages that I've been able to find going back to 1999 were the lowest number of boys there was 33 boys. And as of last week, Friday, that was up to 50 boys. And that's actually up from earlier this year when we saw a low of 38 boys. So while that's not a huge increase, it goes against the general push to stop sending boys up to Lincoln Hills. And most of those boys are actually coming from Milwaukee, which is about a three-hour drive from Lincoln Hills. Yeah, so why, Adam, would those kids be heading up so far from where they live? Uh, Well, Kate, I, I talked to the Milwaukee County DA's office about that issue. So I talked to Elizabeth Mueller. She is in charge of the Uh, other attorneys who also work on juvenile felonies and criminal charges and such. And she told me that the number of felony charges against kids in Milwaukee is actually way up this year compared to previous years. She told me that um, we only have data right now for 2021 because obviously 2022 has not finished yet. Uh, But she told me that in 2021, there were several hundred more felony charges against kids than in previous years. She said 2020 was kind of an anomaly, but the number of criminal charges relating to car thefts has actually more than doubled uh, for kids in Milwaukee. So she said a lot of the kids from Milwaukee that are going up to Lincoln Hills right now are actually being charged with car theft related crimes. Maybe not necessarily, you know, driving a stolen car, but Uh, Crimes like armed robbery, which would be armed robbery of a car, uh, riding in a car as a passenger that was stolen, uh, reckless driving, things like that, driving down the wrong, driving the wrong way down the road, uh, things of that nature. So when I talked to her, the, the latest population report wasn't released yet, but when I talked to her, she said of the 14 boys that had recently gone up there, nine of those boys were from Milwaukee. And most of those nine boys were being charged with car theft related crimes. So why can't they stay in Milwaukee? Uh, Well, that's another interesting thing, Kate. So years ago, when all of the drama and all of the crimes were happening at Lincoln Hills, uh, and there were federal investigations and everything, and we ended up with Act 185 that ordered Lincoln Hills to close uh, last year. Just note, it is still open. There's still about 50 boys there. That's not including the girls that are at uh, Copper Lake School. When Act 185 came out, there were supposed to be some local county driven, uh, smaller, less secure, but still fairly secure facilities to 
house all of these juvenile inmates uh, closer to their homes because the belief uh, basically is that incarcerating some of these youth closer to their home and closer to their families will yield a better result, will help reform the kids better and make sure that they don't re-offend and end up back in the system and, you know, participating in that prison pipeline that we hear so much about so frequently. So those countywide efforts never actually uh, came to fruition. There's a few more local efforts that aren't exactly tied to the SRCCCY effort, uh, but Milwaukee doesn't have too many options to send kids to locally, and the options that it does have open, uh, they're full up with kids, basically. Um, uh, D.A. Mueller told me that the main local effort that Milwaukee uses to try to keep from sending some of their juvenile uh, criminals up to Lincoln Hills and to, you know, the more secure area that's three hours away, uh, there's actually the wait list is larger than the capacity for the program that they primarily use. Another interesting thing on that front is, Kate, uh, Recently, in the Milwaukee mayoral candidate forum at Turner Hall, so that was uh, sponsored in part by WIS Politics and the Milwaukee Press Club, uh, both the candidates, former Alderman Bob Donovan and current acting mayor Cavalier Johnson, uh, backed a plan that would create another local effort as a way to try to catch some of these youth who are committing minor crimes like misdemeanors and, and things like that and kind of reform them before they have a chance to reoffend and end up committing more serious crimes, or in the juvenile justice system. All right, Adam, so what makes this change so important? So, Kate, the, the population change is important not only because of the things that I already talked about with, you know, trying to uh, reform some of these kids closer to their homes, but it also comes into play because it costs quite a bit of money to incarcerate some of these kids up at Lincoln Hills, uh, last time I checked, it was about $1,000 per day per boy to incarcerate them up at Lincoln Hills. And that's a lot of money. I don't know if you can necessarily put a price on reforming youth and making sure that they don't become criminals. Uh, but, you know, Wisconsinites have – Wisconsin taxpayers do pay money and they are footing that bill – and for incarcerating the girls, that price is actually even more. It's closer to $2,000 per head per day to incarcerate girls up at Copper Lake School. Uh, that's a lot because there are fewer girls up at Copper Lake than Lincoln Hills. Um, and overall, those numbers are pretty high right now because the, the facility, Lincoln Hills itself, has a capacity of over 500 boys and about 50 boys uh, stay there now. So, And they still have to run that whole facility, uh, not you know, staff it to the same capacity. But yeah, it's a large facility to run to maintain only 50 boys there. Are there any other updates you want to let us know about? Yeah, Kate, um, one more thing I want to touch on. I know we're going pretty long into this so far, but uh, a few community groups in Milwaukee have actually put out a list of site proposals for the new Lincoln Hills replacement facility, which uh, is going to be required to be constructed in Milwaukee County. There was a bill that was passed earlier this year uh, unanimously by both the Senate and the Assembly that directs about $42 million for a new Milwaukee County facility to replace that Type 1 Lincoln Hills facility. Uh, but we have yet to see where exactly that's going to happen. The big controversy so far has been centered around the Department of Corrections wanting to use uh, Felmer's O'Cheney, which is a work release, an adult work release facility in Milwaukee, 
as a replacement site for Lincoln Hills and then, you know, building that new juvenile prison on top of Felmer's O'Cheney. Uh, but there's been a lot of pushback in the community from, from that. So uh, the Felmer's Cheney Advocacy Board is one of the groups that's pushing uh, this list of site proposals. Uh, Lena Taylor also has uh, at least one site that she's backing, and I'm sure other Milwaukee representatives have their own ideas. Uh, but you know, we still have yet to see ground actually be broken to construct this new juvenile prison, and we are uh, quite a ways past both the original termination date and the extension date that was set by Evers uh, in 2020. Well, thanks, Adam, for that update, and we'll have to keep a close eye on this issue as things develop. Yeah, Kate, uh, it was great to talk to you. Lincoln Hills is a very interesting topic to me, and I love talking about it. So we're definitely going to have to keep watching for updates on this. As soon as that new facility is underway, I will be sure to update our listeners. But for now, I'm Adam Kellenhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thank you for listening to another Midday Podcast brought to you by Spectrum. This has been WisPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com. <laughs>